They arrive alone in pairs in small small groups, flying from every direction, just for dust, to part of Haddifax overlooking the Bedford Basin. At a time, twilight falls and sky blue is deepening to black with every second. The treetops are filled with crows, thousands upon thousands of them. It just gets black with crows, said Frenetti Sweeney, who lives at the retirement home for nuns behind Mount St. Vincent University, which is pretty much ground zero for the nightly crow convention. It's hilarious. The of sound is incredible. The crows congregate throughout the fall and winter to feel whatever innate longing they have to claw, to abandon to be with their bird raven. They have been flocking to the area between about Satan Road and Brumden for Eagle Drive for decades, in numbers that have been estimated up to 8,500. Amanda Dobsworth, who grew up in a nearby street and still lives in the neighbourhood, said she recalls seeing them in the early 1980s. Her mother remembers them in the era as far back as the 1960s. I, mean, I can remember being a little kid and driving a car in wintertime and thinking, it's weird that these, these leaves on these trees, she said. They weren't leaves, they were crows, hundreds and hundreds of, hundreds of them. By the time Dosworth was a teen, a natural phenomenon had taken on a slightly sinister creepy bent, with the theory that every crow was a nun from the sisters of Charity Motherhouse who died and returned for a visit. We used to drink up in those woods when we were 13 and 14 years old, and always there was always the scary story about the crows following you or watching you, she said. Kevin McGrollan, a crow specialist, a Cornwall lab of ophology in Ifakara, NY, said crows have been known to return the same roost for a hundred years. While the biggest roost he's seen is about um, 10,000 crows, one in Oklahoma was estimated to hold over 2 million. It's unknown how far crows travel for their gatherings, but 15 kilometers would be no good deal, McGowan said. For reasons their meetings, is still not somewhat mysterious. Two of the main theories include sharing information, including food sources and protection for predators. The great horned owl is a bogeyman, said McGovern. Well, going. It is a thing that comes and gets you in the middle of the night and eats you. A campus constant. A crows of a crazy cause concern on the NSVU campus. Retired Professor Fred Harrington who taught and behaviour in the in the psychological department for thirty three years. Said early in the former NDP leader Alex McDowell's stint as interim university president, she was working late on the campus one night when all of a sudden she saw the sky filled with crows. She wondered whether she could should, could call security. He said she was kinda of baffled by the whole thing. But while hundreds of crows roost in a cluster of trees along the steep path between the library and cafeteria. The students were terrified of them, said Arrington. You have several hundred crows are going to defecate on some point during the night in the path. So the path actually became kind of treacherous, except for, he said. Some of these students use helium balloon covered with black garbage bags with two paper eyes taped on it to turn the crows, but it didn't work for long. A falcon too had short-lived effect, but Harrington said it is only when they were some 
some of the longer branches are trimmed at the whitewashing. A path had stopped. For the most part, though Mount St. Vincent University embraced those neighbours, the campus lounge is called a crow's nest. There's a crow and go convenience store, and only this year, University even tied its mascot, Monty the Mountain Lion, in favour of a new one, Captain the Crow. But not everyone is so enthusiastic. Some neighbours complain that the crows poop on their car, tear up their lawn, and even peck holes in their roofs. Friends and enemies, McGowan has both seen both the good and bad sides of crows. The birds are able to distinguish humans from one another, and it can be a blessing or a curse. McGowan often tags baby crows in their nests, and others to put it in Marley, who do not f- look favourably on it. I had up a hundred seventy-five crows mopping me when I, got, when I go to the nest, flying overhead and yelling, insulting my entrance, and stuff like that, trying to noisily expressing their displeasure by presence on the planet. The crows begin to recognise McGowan when he was nowhere near an S2. It's like, ah, oh, it's that guy. And everywhere I go in town, minding my own business, I get mobbed. Eventually he decided to make friends out of his enemies. A guy now carries unshilled peanuts with him wherever he goes, and the crows know it. They pick him out of a crowd, no matter where, what he's wearing. They spot his white saburu. And trust me, there are gazillion saburus in Ichachuria, going a hundred kilometers an hour, and flying around. Is it not until he tosses peanuts out the window? McGowan said crows are one of the most fascinating animals on the planet. People should appreciate them. The amazing animals they are. I think crows are awesome, and people don't often give them the thought they deserve, he said.